Hello, my name is Barnett Gilmer. I'm owner and CEO of Gulf Breeze Recovery. And today we have a special guest with us. My name is Joe Bailey and I'm a consultant to Gulf Breeze Recovery and have been with Barnett and the organization since its inception almost six years ago now. And I provide consultation and training to the, to the staff of Gulf Breeze. But I've worked in the addiction field as a clinical psychologist for the last 40 years and I've played many roles in that, but my one of the topics that I'm most uh, excited about talking about is the health of the helper. I do a lot of work with treatment centers around the country helping the staffs to be healthy because when the counselors um, are in their own health, when they're operating from their resilience, they're far more effective with the staff and Gulf Breeze has done a tremendous job in really educating their staff and supporting their staff in that. And the second thing I'm really passionate about is working with families. My career started in the addiction field, working actually in family therapy with people in recovery and their family members, the children, the spouses of, of people in recovery. And back in the 70s, I worked with Virginia Satir, a very famous family therapist at the Johnson Institute, doing work, some pioneering work with families in family therapy. Well, you know, it's funny that you mention health of the helper. So I have to ask, what is Health of the Helper? Well, it's really, you know, we can't really teach what we don't know. We can't, and when when we're working with our guests, when we're working with people, they don't listen so much to what we say, but where we say it from. You know, our own ability to be present, our own ability to have a good life ourselves. If we're trying to direct them to their own health and teaching them about recovering their resilience and their ability to live with a life without drugs and alcohol. We have to be a model for that. So we really stress at Gulf Breeze with all the staff that, that their health comes first, that they're, they're taking care of themselves, setting boundaries, uh, self-care is, is important. But not only that, but being grounded and having a deeper understanding for themselves first. We often say you have to catch the ball before they run with it before they can pass it on to the guests, they have to have the, the understanding and, the, and, the, and the, the depth of knowing what it feels like to be comfortable in your own skin before they can pass it on to the people who they're serving. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, you know, the next question I was going to ask was, you know, why is it important? And, uh, you know, I think you touched on a couple of points there. Mm -hmm. You know, people who come to treatment, you know, they can really sense when people are sincere and when they're not, you know, when, when they're actually there for the right reason, you know, to, to want to be there to help people, or if, you know, staff is just there, to, you know, to, to quote, you know, collect a check, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, just from my experience, uh, you know, I just think it's real important to have staff on board with it because that way the guests and the clients can see that it's real. You know mm -hmm. that that there's a sincerity level there, mm -hmm. and um, and you know what some of them see with with other treatment centers is maybe uh, you know a certain level of burnout, if you will, mm -hmm. with the staff. We're fortunate that you know with working with our staff that the burnout rate is just you know it's almost non-existent. Mm -hmm. You know, what's your experience there? I mean, well, I've had the uh, job of being on the faculty at, at universities and teaching addiction counselors who work at many different treatment centers and 
part of my job was to go around and see them in the placements where they were doing their internships. And it, it's a, amazing the contrast with those treatment centers, although they vary somewhat. Some are more healthy, and, but a lot of them are like burnout factories. The average chemical dependency counselor only lasts five years in the field because of the extremely high burnout rate. And a lot of the, the treatment milieu in many treatment centers is very toxic. You know, it's a lot of negativity, just a lot of disrespect of the, the, the guests as well as with the staff. What Gulf Breeze has in contrast, you know, just as you said, you know, every person that I talk to, they're so grateful to work there. They feel like this is the best place that they've ever worked, which is a great compliment to you and your leadership. And that, um, and the part they like about it the best is that that the management cares about them. It kind of passes that down to the guest ultimately. The more that the management cares about the well-being of the staff, I don't mean just the counselors. I mean the cooks, the housekeeping. Every person that works in that organization gets the the um, opportunity to learn about the same principles that the guests learn about, and to have ongoing um, consultation, coaching, and development for every person on the staff, and that's I've never seen that at any other treatment center. Uh, and the and I think the guests feel that even people who are prospectively looking to come to Gulf Breeze will walk in, and there's a difference in the feeling there. You can generally feel that people are happy, that they're having a good time, that they enjoy their work, they're truly compassionate, they listen better, and all that stems from the health of the helper. Uh, and that's something we have to constantly develop and remind people of because we, we, as help, helping professionals, we often get so concerned about the clients that we're serving that we forget about ourselves. So that's a lot of what I do with the staff is to remind them that they have to take care of themselves first before they can pass that on to other people in their life. The concentration obviously is on, on the guests, which, which is where it should be. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, by, by kind of reversing that role and having a concentration on staff, you are concentrating on the guest and their well-being. It's, uh, it's kind of a unique uh, and interesting approach. You know, what strikes me is that it doesn't seem to be a common practice in, uh, in most treatment settings uh, that, you know, it's... It just seems to be a practice that maybe is overlooked a little bit. I think it's overlooked a lot. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, a lot of what happens because the, you know, obviously the primary purpose of, or mission of any treatment center is to help the people that they're serving. But in order, in, in this kind of work, it's not like you're building a car or a product. You're, you are the product, in a sense, that you're selling to the to the client. You're, you're a model of that. And, and it's not just the, the staff that are giving hope to the guests by the way that they're treated, by the way that they're treated respectfully and with genuine compassion, not just, you know, have a nice day. It's, it's really coming from the heart. And, but also, the guests pick this up. The people who are there, they, they start to catch that feeling. And as they're having their own insights and they begin to evolve and change and start to have realizations, other guests see that who might be feeling hopeless and despair and many guests have told me who I learned the most from was this guest that I thought would never have 
a shift, would never get over their heroin addiction or their alcoholism. And I saw them change right before my eyes. And it made me feel hope that I too could maybe feel that. And that's what opened their mind and their heart to change. And that's really what it takes for people to get anything out of any treatment program. They have to have an open mind, an open heart, and, and be really willing to listen and to take in that program. And so Gulf Breeze, I think, really creates a, a milieu, a therapeutic milieu. It's not just a nice building or being on the ocean, but it's really the people. You can, I've worked at a lot of treatment centers that have beautiful facilities, but the staff was burned out. It was toxic. And so people you know, may have initially been impressed with the nice food, the nice beds, the nice room, but having that combined with human compassion and um, humor and fun and joy of being alive. That really shows an addict, someone with an addiction, what lies ahead of them once they recover, once they get over the drug, that there's something to live for. Because most people don't know how to feel good who are addicts without an all, uh, outside substance or activity. And what we're really teaching people to do is to find that source of serenity, that source of mental health or well-being within themselves. And that allows them, when they leave, to treat their families better. That allows them to get along better with their co-workers, to um, be a better parent to their children. So it, 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 it's just a, it's a pay-it-forward kind of an approach. And that's really maybe a good way to summarize this, that you, know, you pay it forward, when you, the more that you help your staff the more that they gain their own well-being, the more they pass that on to the guests. And so I think that really makes Gulf Breeze very unique uh, in the field. Um, you know, I just spoke to the staff, or to the guests yesterday, and I've never met a more eager group of 15 people sitting there just soaking it in. They were so, it wasn't like a typical treatment center where they're walking in and out and getting cigarettes and coffee, anything they can to get out of the room and antsy, they were just like glued. They were so attentive. They were listening because they really, really want help. And they know that help is available there. So they're, they're, it's just, a, that was so impressive to me yesterday, just seeing the, the glee in their faces of, of learning what they're getting to learn, not about just getting sober from drugs and alcohol, but how to live their life. This is a, a program that goes beyond recovery of addiction to recovery of health. And we call it a health recovery model of treatment for that reason, because uh, the, best, the best prevention for future illness is a strong immune system. And what we're focusing on at Gulf Breeze is strengthening the psychological immune system to prevent relapse, to have a higher quality of life. So they're attracted to feeling better rather than being afraid of relapsing. It's more of a, a, a program of attracting people back to what real mental well-being feels like. You know, it's, it's good to hear that uh, people are in, in the uh, health profession are, are starting to see that. You know that uh, uh, you know taking care of the people that you know taking care of their patients is uh, starting to become important. Mm -hmm. uh, I really feel fortunate that, uh, obviously through your help, that uh, you know we saw that early on, and 
you know, st implemented that right at the beginning, and it has proved uh, very successful. There's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, well, do you have any maybe parting words or anything to say uh, to the audience uh, on this subject? I guess I would have to say that that's really at the very heart of what Gulf Breeze is about. That you you have healthy management, you have uh, good training for your staff, uh, really good selection, treating, uh, hiring people who have that heart, who have that genuine uh, concern, or who are open to learning a whole new way. And I think that um, that is an investment that you've made, Barnett, that was extremely wise because there's less turnover. People are grateful to work there, and, and even people that move on, they, they take what they've learned and they're kind of spreading it to their other positions after they leave. But uh, I, I think it's, it's the difference between what makes your program more successful than a lot of other programs out there is just being in a healthy environment. Uh, you know, you go to a restaurant and you, they have great food, but if the staff is discourteous and, you know, doesn't treat you with respect and really isn't interested in what you want, you aren't going to come back, even if the food and atmosphere is great. But when people take that extra moment to really listen to you and really connect with you, that that has to come from sincerity and from, from the heart, and that does come from the health of the helper. You know, thanks, Joe. It, you know, this is a much overlooked topic, uh, you know, concerning uh, you know, residential substance treatment. And, uh, you know, I really want to thank you for bringing that, you know, to our attention, you know, many years ago. And our next topic uh, is going to be about family and that uh, Joe is going to be with us on that also. And so until then, I'd like to thank you for watching and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for having me, Barnett. Absolutely. And thank you for listening to all of you.